Welcome to a Drop Tent Media Production. The Porcupine with Adam Nutter. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another Porcupine on this special Wednesday night because the Rangers are about to lose and get kicked out of the playoffs. I'm wearing this for no fucking reason. They are trash. Down one nothing already in the second to Pittsburgh? Whatever. A third-string goalie. It's not important. That's what the show's about. Anyway, guys, welcome to the Porcupine. Adam Nutter. Hey, how are you? Uh, as always, go Adam Nutter, at Adam Nutter on all the social media, Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. Um, I am on TikTok. I don't really use it, but I'm there, so go check it out. Uh, TikTok, at Adam Nutter. I'm trying to do better on it. I'm trying to post both stand-up and stuff. Uh, go check out my comedy podcast, Cult of Us. I do with the great Neil Wood. Most of you guys have seen him do stand-up now with me. So check that out, youtube.com slash cult of us, and audio is available everywhere. Uh, oh, yeah, buy a shirt, uh, droptent.com slash store. Go buy your shirts, your fucking porcupine shirts. Be a supporter. Help out your boy. Help out your brother bear. Of course, oh, my guest tonight, of course, is Top Lobster. Look at that. He has a shirt made for me in the store. Go fucking get it. Um, I will be on the road a bunch uh, this Friday, uh, Rexy's in Jersey. Uh, it's actually a free show the, uh, for you guys. So coming out, you got to reserve a ticket for that. Uh, Dropped slash events for that. Then Saturday at the pop-in right outside of Philly. Uh, one show, 8 o'clock. Then May 22nd, I'll be up in Connecticut. I'm Mohegan's son at Comics Roadhouse. Coming out to that. And then the 28th, I'll be back in Pennsylvania in Bethlehem at the FOE Theater up in Bethlehem, PA. Uh, Memorial Day weekend on Saturday. That's why I will not be in Reno. Yeah, <laughs> so coming out to that instead, guys. My guest for today, uh, the best trucker and artist in the libertarian sphere, guys. Give it for my man, Top Lobster. What's up? What's up, Adam? Good to talk to you, man. Same dude. I know. I have. I feel like I haven't talked to you in uh forever. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's, it's yeah. The last time we spoke, I was still in New York. I was yeah. doing this from the basement in my old house. I remember. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Was How much happier are you now that you left New York? Oh man, I'm trying to in, in like how would I measure happiness in like <laughs> uh yeah uh, oh ten I'm ten acres happier if that yeah, if that uh makes sense. No, I mean your property looks sick. It's uh when I um just moved from New York to Pennsylvania, the immediate weight and like feeling like it's a, like you physically feel lighter. Like yeah. pressure off you. It's crazy. I know that sounds crazy for people who like never lived in New York City, but it sucks. And like New York City is the worst. It's just I have to go there tomorrow. I have to go, I have to go sat down tomorrow. And like I'm dreading like going over the bridge. It's like how and when every time you leave, like the further you leave and go out of there, it's like an anvil literally leaves your. It's wild. So driving to Florida must have felt like the best yeah. feeling in the world. As you're going down, it you you do feel lighter and lighter. Like things just. <laughs> Yeah, the pressure, the whatever, whatever like anxiety was on my brain is just like dissipating slowly as I go further south. But in a couple of days, I have to go back. What, what day is it today? Wednesday. Yeah, and so in like a week, I got to go back to New York for a wedding. So not looking forward to that. Although and it is like a play, I'm going back for pleasure, but it's still you know. Yeah. In the city. Uh, I'll be in the city, but uh, it's in Long Island. Yeah. Well, 
that's the same. <laughs> it's just yeah. further <laughs> and more out of the way than everything else. Yeah, I mean, I hate it. I'm so glad, like, this to be in PA. I, I want to get out of here, even because it's just weather, it's cold and whatever. But it just leaving a city is like. Why don't you go to New Hampshire, Adam? Too cold. <laughs> Thank you. Too Thank cold. you. Any anyone from New Hampshire listening? Too fucking cold. I told them that I was there two weeks ago, and I was like, "Hey, would love to come." It's cold in April. Like it was April thirtieth, and I was like, "We were right by the river because that's where the venue was." It's like it's beautiful though. Like this river is like flowing rocks and trees, and I'm like, "Wow, this is so pretty." I'm freezing standing here, <laughs> yeah. just like looking at this water, and I'm like, "No, Florida's the way to go for sure." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to Pork Fest? No, I, I was talking to Robbie about it, but I, I don't think I'm going to go this year. I think I'm going to go next year. Okay. Oh, man. Next, this year is going to be dope. The, I mean, they got, they really have like the clout going on. They've got, they're going to have everything going on there. People are, people are coming down. I think they sold out already. So I, I, I know. I was talking to Dennis Pratt about it too. And he was like, oh, you come. I was like, I, I have other things I just can't, I wish <laughs> I just can't always just drop what I'm doing and just like go. Cause you know, my wife, <laughs> yeah, she, like well, bring your wife. plans and stuff. What bring your wife? Fuck it. Come on, dude. I'm, <laughs> I, she is so like not into what she's not into. Is that, you know what I'm saying? Like, like she's like, I want to just go to Florida. Like, Florida is on, on her on her list. So she, I was go to, she, she wants a beach, dude. She just wants to like chill and relax. She's like she's been like, struggling with her work shit. And I'm like, you want to go to Colorado or New Hampshire? She's like, no. <laughs> like, I want to trying to be on vacation, bitch. What Florida, are you talking- <laughs> like, yeah, it was it was 80 degrees here today, and it was like cold because it's 80. So that's that's where you got to get out to, man. I wish, dude. I fucking wish. How was the? Uh, I mean, it looked like the Ravi uh, show, and it was awesome with all the tower guys coming down. That was fun. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, for I mean, I I hope everybody else had fun. For me, when you're hosting an event, even mm-hmm. if you got like five people, it's like I'm doing this, I'm doing that. My kids were like, they were at the at the house for like the first part of the day, so I'm like grabbing them every time. You know, my son feels like taking his diaper off and running through the crowd. <laughs> but uh, I thought it I thought it went good. I mean, Robbie killed it. His stand up was was great. He did like 40 minutes or so, and then uh, we did a live run your mouth with the Tower Gang. And yeah. Uh, you know, the I don't know. I thought it was good, man. The crowd, the crowd was there. They were laughing. We nice had, old. yeah, maybe thirty. I don't even remember how many people, but there was a good amount of people. Uh, that's a lot of people for your house, like yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like for people just to come to your house, it's a fucking decent amount of people. Uh, yeah, and in I, the I, middle of nowhere too. Like we're yeah, like, no, that's fucking sick. Uh, you plan on doing more of those? Hmm. Uh, you know, so there's like two, two parts of this. One part was like that was so much work. Like a lot of the a lot of the work was like I went to the airport, I picked up Reed, and and then I, the next day I picked up Toad, and and then I dropped them off, and I was like, so like there's a lot of driving around, there's a lot of cleaning up, and there's a lot of pressure. But then the second part of me is like I did it once. The second time I'm like I can do it better if I do it again. So maybe I don't know, but I think Jose after he saw what happened, he I think he wants to do one at his house. So he's not too far from me. All right, you guys are both in Florida. That's right. Uh, yeah, it's it's a good idea. Also, like, I mean, if 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 you could make it like a a four times a year thing, like once a quarter, you know, or like even twice a year, like like a, like a big blow, like you could make some money off that for sure. Especially keep building up and building up. Yeah, yeah. It, it, <laughs> I, I was ter- I was terrified that it would be like too crazy, too big. 
but uh it was just like you know that i think maybe if there was 50 people that would have been really really cool and everyone that came was super respectful nobody like yeah. Trash my yard and stuff. So I was like, I, I hope, like, hope they, like nobody comes and just acts ghetto. But it's also Florida. <laughs> so <laughs> fair. Where, where was the show? Out in the backyard or like on the? We were planning it. I, I had everything set up for the backyard, but uh, it, I don't know. It turned out like so. I have a, I have a porch, but the porch has railing. So Robbie was like, ah, it seems kind of weird. It's like you're in jail. Like I guess you know, from a stand-up comedian perspective, you want to if you're standing on a stage, you kind of mm-hmm. want to have no blockage between yeah. you and the audience yeah so I, I don't know this stuff so i set up I, I mean i was running through the yard and like i got my tractor out and i'm i'm making the land nice for people to set up and sit here and then it turned out i was like you know what let's just do it inside <laughs> so we did it in like a corner uh in my in my house and i have like a pretty it's like probably like 3500 square feet so we had like good you know good space for people to go in and no one was crowded and my cousin from south florida came and he has like a He's a professional photographer, so we bought his uh his 4K cameras and shit like that. He had like pretty cool lighting set up and all that. Cool. Yeah, so you'll I don't know if Robbie released the episode yet, but you can probably see it on Run Your Mouth. But my cousin's working on a really cool, like maybe like a montage. I'm not sure what he's gonna do with it, but you're gonna see like the event and what happened in 4K, and he's gonna that's he's cool. gonna edit it up. So once that's done, we'll we'll release that, and you know people could be upset that they didn't show up. <laughs> no, that's cool dude i so what you should do if you do it again is because your backyard looks big all you need is like a two foot wooden square that we like a comic i say we as a comic like a stand on yeah that's it i didn't even think of that till right that's now. that's it <laughs> that's all you and, and, and you hit line up the chairs and if you have that that's a little bit of elevation over everybody else and you're not being impeded and that's yeah. all you need yeah, I got, the, I got the PA system too. Yeah. Um, I should have bought a big when I bought the PA system. I was like, I'll never need this to be like that big. I was using it to like just do small guitar stuff. And then I was like, oh, now I'm hosting an event with a comedy show. So I kind of regret not getting like the 300, <laughs> you know, the 300 watt or whatever. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see in the future how things work out. But I had I had a ton of fun. It was awesome. Yeah, no, that's, that's just that's just a blast. Like trying to carve our own path is yeah. I was talking to Heist about this a little bit about just like, um, like Austin, the Liberty world, whatever you want to call this. I don't know. But like, uh, we have to, we, you, uh, me read everything. All creators and stuff are like, kind of like the, the mouthpieces for inspiration for other people. So the average person, like, you know, who they're like, ah, oh, maybe the libertarian stuff isn't for me. And they see like you, it's like your artwork. And like, Oh, this guy's fucking cool. Like, what's this? And they, they, they go to your Twitter and read all your shit like roasting Crenshaw or roasting whatever. And they're like, uh, oh, this guy's fucking oh, yeah, this is kind of like my thing. Like, this is what I feel. Like we're like the catalyst for those people. And like I think we're important and like it's carving out our own path. And I think we're doing that. So like just kudos to you to you for doing that. So that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, and you know, I was what I was thinking about too. This is it's like a weird symbiotic relationship. So um I was introduced to Liberty. Or yeah, I was introduced to like how I found Jesus. I was introduced. It just to sound like you're trying to Liberty. You're trying to fuck you. Like like Liberty. Like, I was introduced yeah. to Liberty at a young age. Liberty hasn't <laughs> fucked me yet, so I'm hoping that it doesn't. But Liberty it grew was... me at 14. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I'm not, not going to say it. I'm not going to ruin your podcast. It hasn't been done for a while. I was like, it was a joke. Actually, guys, you can go to my website, toplopsa.com, and I have a free ebook of how, how Liberty didn't groom me. Yeah. .com, so you can go right there Get and it. download that. <laughs> but no, um, uh, yeah, so like, you know, I got into this Liberty thing and before then I, you know, I had like a, a handful of friends and stuff and I was, I would say I've, I'm, I would say that I was fairly introverted, right? Kind of not a, not a, like a risk taker or someone that would go and do things. And I guess, you know, I, I was growing out of it, but the Liberty, the Liberty sphere sphere really did, um, kind of helped me grow and like push me into places that I might've been uncomfortable. And you know, just because the community is so awesome and so supportive yeah. that it's like, all right, you know, like I succeeded with this and now let's try something else. And I succeeded with that. And now I'm like, you know, I mean, just the, the Liberty Spear is why I moved out of out of New York. I, I don't know if I was like a normie or even just a Republican or whatever, if I would have had the uh, not just the courage, but like the resolve to to do that. So. Yeah, I kind of have to credit have to credit the Liberty Sphere for doing that. And then, you know, next thing you know, now I'm hosting a fucking party in my house, basically, with a bunch of people from I mean, they came from Georgia, Utah, Massachusetts, uh, uh, Alabama from, you know, pretty far away. Yeah. Uh, to come to the house and and do this shit. It's, it's just it's awesome. So we're, we're doing culture here, man. This is fucking this is culture. We're, we're doing art. We're doing comedy. We're hosting events where we have a community, and uh, shout out to to my friend Liberty Alliance Haley. She's she's the Liberty Cell in Florida, so she's got like she gets people together and and they and they do things. And it's not it's not necessarily an LP function, but it's just like people who think about liberty, liberty minded people. So yeah, that's what we're doing here, man. And it's it's been uh, surreal. <laughs> very strange it's fucking great i mean it, it is wild like you said it it's it's like we have a really good community and that's why i i don't and it's funny because you know the comics i bring on the road with me to do these shows it's usually my buddy neil who i do cult of us with and yeah you know, I, I view him as an equal comic i don't think he's like an opener for me i just he just comes on the road with me because you know we both do comedy at the same time we have a business together so it feels weird to be like my opener neil he's not he's just that he comes on the road with me and then my my actual opener blaze they're not libertarians you know they're they're pretty much uh blaze is more middle of the road guy neil's definitely a little more left-leaning but he, they see the community we have and they're like oh this is like cool like you guys are fucking like cool like you guys fuck with each other like you guys support each other and then i'm like yeah because then like you go to the i don't know the the fucking left-leaning community and they'll turn on each other every second they get like that's why they'll never advance to where we are in like community because they're fucking a bunch of rats and they only care about their fucking ideological political bullshit and not like a building a community and growing and letting people f make fuck up and make mistakes and that's what we do and, and like on top of that too like it's, it's crazy to see you know i go on the road doing comedy and i'm not famous so like yeah i go on the road doing comedy and stuff like that but like like new hampshire at the shell like that was like the first time i really sold tickets off my name of me and i was like holy shit you guys like showed up because like you think i'm cool like that's crazy and like yeah. it's, I, I know it sounds gay but like it's it's really like I'm, I'm this is me being super sincere and like like i'm like you know like, i love it like i'm super grateful for everybody who came out like to see me Be like oh we, we fuck with you like that's awesome and like it's so cool to see that like finally coming to things carving your own path pretty much yeah we're, it's, we're going with this it's weird it's to me it's weird because 
Uh, how long have you been doing stand-up comedy for? Nine years. <laughs> Nine years. And how long, yeah. and probably even before that, were you like chasing some, not uh, like notoriety, but were you trying to like do something in, in a similar field, like build a name or, or did it just start like that? It was always comedy, really. Okay. Yeah. So, well, if, I mean, so for me, it's it's a lot newer. I'd say like probably half that time. And yeah, so I'm like, I'm doing the art. And yeah, it's just like the reception that people would like, People would buy your shirt. They buy your ticket. It's even crazier for you because they buy a ticket and then they got to go there. It's like it's not like you're yeah. sending you're sending it to them. So there's even more parts to that. So when they show up and they laugh at your shit, it's like, all right, this is cool. It's almost like a like a Sebastian Maniscalco type. If you can build this niche audience big enough, you could be like <laughs> like on his level. So yeah. Um, I'm trying to help you build this niche audience and then we'll funnel them to you and Robbie the fire and Dave. We Smith appreciate and, it. Uh, yeah, Dave Brady goes, Adam going to kill Tony. I was on kill Tony a few years ago. Uh, he was at a uh, helium in Philly and me and Neil went down. We we're like, fuck it. Let's just go. To-. And we both got on like back to back. It was crazy. <laughs> like, oh, nice. I went up and then he went up and <laughs> we both did really well. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, it's all about building the fucking brand and shit like that. But like, doing comedy for so long and then like again like i wasn't planning on like getting an audience out of the liberty movement i just care right so like you just start to dive into it and you're like no i want to speak my mind and like i want to like help and i want to like fight against tyranny especially covid stuff and all that stuff and then i'm like oh i have to also do comedy like it's just a side you know part and so it's funny about dave when like most people i've come to find out didn't know dave was a comic until very recently strange very strange right when i knew dave before the liberty stuff i mean it makes a little more sense for me going back i'm from new york in the comedy world so i knew dave from legion of skanks and all that shit and i was like oh shit you're in a liberty liberty stuff that's cool <laughs> like it was like a different everyone else is like no it's dave the libertarian i know he do this comedy like, hey, what do you think he does it's comic dave smith you retards what you <laughs> i kind of i kind of found out like together like, I was like, all right, oh, this guy's libertarian. And like, oh, he's also a comedian. Like, the first episode, I saw him on Joe Rogan. So I was like, all right, I know, I know what he's about. But yeah, there's so many people that are like, especially his critics, which is really hilarious. We're like, oh, this guy still hasn't, whatever her name is, he still hasn't apologized for the 12 shots thing. It was like, he's a comedian too. Like, you just don't, they're not putting together the pieces or they're just intentionally dishonest. And then stop making me defend the libertarian party. Fuck, God damn it, guys. Right? I hate it. Please. <laughs> Even if we take it over in Reno, I'm still hating it. <laughs> it's still, yeah, it's still awful. <laughs> but yeah. I hate you guys more. So now <laughs> <Right>. I... <laughs> Do you guys know how those works? I have levels of hate. And it, it, this is you. <laughs> like, it's this way for you guys. Like, of course I hate you more. It's uh, always you know, going to be that way. I'll mention... I don't hate this person, but I'll mention an interaction that I had on Twitter today. Uh, I had I had told I I commented on Pat Bet David's thing he's having on Dave Smith yeah. and Spike Cohen, so I said what what is uh, Dave Brady saying? I was not a member, member of this show, my folks. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, Property Brothers. Um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, I commented Pat on Pat Bet David. I said I said you know you should have substituted Spike Cohen with uh, I saw that Joe, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hoffman, since you already had Joe Jorgensen. I saw that, and then and then. Somehow, like, so Jeremy Kaufman commented, and then, uh, what's the other girl? Sarah Vaughn, or is that her name? Yeah, I just found out who this person was. Yeah, she's commenting on it, and I was like, geez, what's going on right now? LP, New Hampshire's commenting. Um, 
And and then somebody comes on and they were like, because Sarah Vaughan was saying that she's like her role in this is she's trying to target people on the left and bring them in, which is where she came from. And someone was like, they commented, oh, they're not interested in that. You know, I already tried to do this. And so I looked and I looked at the profile picture and lo and behold, she's covering half her face. But I'm like, oh, I recognize you. You were at the Florida LP and she was on a panel with uh, Dave and Clint and uh, what's the oh, man, uh, DL. DL. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she's on DL side. They're arguing about uh, how to do this kind of like outreach or messaging. So obviously, you know, we're talking about Dave or Clint. Their messaging is comedic in your face, uh, not afraid to offend you. They're going to just say it straight out. And they seem like they're pretty fucking successful. You know, that's I heard that's how I got in with Dave. And I see the work that Clinton's Clint is doing in, in his his star growing every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so DL was arguing like a slightly different angle, which I, I kind of disagree with. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. I guess people he was arguing for a more like a softer touch, which is I don't like that. But maybe some people do need it. So, OK, he should keep doing that. The other chick was arguing. I'm not even sure what her point was. She was just like, people are just mean to me on Facebook because I don't I don't know anything about libertarianism. I don't know anything about economics. I don't bother watching podcasts. I don't even know who Dave Smith is. She watched like 20 minutes of his Rogan episode before she showed up. And it's like, that's why no one's that's why people are shitting on you, man. Because right. you, you think you're going to walk in here from the left, from the left. And start talking to people who have, they've read, you know, we're reading like 300 page books and I'm listening (laughs) to hours and hours and hours of, of material of people like just dropping knowledge on me. And then on top of that, we're, we're going to battle with each other on Twitter every day to sharpen these skills, people that we agree with. Mm -hmm. We do this shit all the time. And you think you're going to walk in here and literally say, I don't listen to podcasts and then like have us embrace you. It's like, no. And then I said, the people you're going to be dragging into the LP are bitch fuck cucks who bad people, right? Terrible people. The ones in in Delaware, the ones in New Hampshire, the mm-hmm. ones who cut the voting rolls in where the fuck Archie Flowers is from. And then I realized, <laughs> I realized after this passionate argument, I'm like, what am I doing right now? I am almost recruiting for the Libertarian Party, and I, I just, I shouldn't be doing this. No, you're, but that, but that. It's almost like that's how bad they are. We're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll, I'll do it. I'll make it right. It's, it's like you, you want to fix it because they suck, and they're like, no, like you, what you guys are doing is like you're just pushing this further away from what our message is. Yeah, like you I just want said. it to be good so badly, right? But see, if I really did hate the LP, I would be, I would tell that girl like, keep going. You're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, I don't know if this is true. If Jessica Vaughn is dating Michael Malice, I think. Uh, I mean, that I, could be a that. reason why she's on. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? I mean, I don't know. Uh, also, I did miss this from a while ago, but uh, David says, top, have Top remove his glasses for five seconds so I can grab a screenshot for the thumbnail. There you go. Get it. <laughs> Get that screenshot. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope, I hope you were paying attention. <laughs> well, if not, 23 minutes in, David. <laughs> 23 minutes in. Uh, yeah, that's a. Uh, it, it just it do, it doesn't work. Those it, it, like you said a great point too about like we we listen to all these podcasts. You read three hundred page books and stuff like that. It's like I never consider myself to be a fucking smart guy or some genius in this party or like better than anybody else. But I know I'm better than the average person when it comes to economics because I've read at least three books. 
on economics. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I guarantee you, not you, the collective you have read zero. So when you're, I'm, I'm at the dog park listening to like, we got to do this and this. You go, hold on. Have you, how many books have you read? Are you economists? And they go, no. Cool. So exactly. why are you so confident just spewing this bullshit horseshit in a public forum with 15 of us standing around you? Like you're some fucking genius. But you don't yeah. even know that our money's backed by nothing and the gold, we haven't had the gold standard for 71. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like basic shit like that. People have no idea. I mean, they'll just fucking spout off like it's their fucking, uh, it's, it's their forte. It's cool. It's wild. It's that meme of, uh, what's, it, what's his name? Ron, something from, uh, and from the show where he just has a, a letter that says, I know more than you. And he gives Ron it to Swanson. the Home Depot yeah. guy. Ron Swanson, yeah. yeah. That's what I just, I know more than you. And I don't want to be like, I know everything because I don't know shit. Right. I, just listen, I listen to people that do know, but I listen to people like Scott Horton. So I feel like I do know a little bit. And also it's disrespectful. Like we are putting in the time to try our best to understand this stuff. And you're blatantly saying that you're not trying at all. Uh, please accept me. No, it doesn't work like that. As a matter of fact, that's like that's some like leftist bullshit that, that like you're yeah. pulling on us. That's like egalitarian stuff. That that doesn't to me that doesn't fly here. This is like a merit based system. You know, I, I don't want to hear anti war stuff from someone who doesn't know where Afghanistan is. I want to hear from Scott Horton. You know, uh, yeah, that's the other thing too, right? You're, you know, you're like, uh, you're just some person on Twitter with a blue check mark. Not her, but I mean, like, someone just defending us going to war to Russia or whatever the fuck. I'm like, you're just some blue check mark politician in an office somewhere who your staffer probably even something. It's not even you. Who's you? And you but you're advocating for, you know, war. I have no fucking idea what it's like in the real world. Like all these people are so fucking gone, and that's the other thing. We're, you know, we're like, oh, the left and the right—they're they're both bad. It's like, yeah, but I'm sick of just sitting here and being like they're equally as bad. They're not. Like the left is actively attacking our culture and our children. And I'm supposed to sit here and be like, well, the right's just as bad. They're not. Sorry, <laughs> they suck. To sit here they're and not. Be like, Can we recruit from those guys? Are the ones that are raping the kids? Those guys? Yes. <laughs> no, I don't want that shit, man. I mean. There are exceptions to the rules. Of course. course. And there are good people that come from the left. But I'm generalizing. But when you're doing an online argument, you have to generalize. I'm not going to, especially on Twitter, I'm going to sit here and type all this shit to you. No, you're crazy. No (laughs) fucking way. Right. People are like, well, not this guy. You go, hey, dickhead, I'm I'm making, I'm broad brushing here. This isn't a fucking nuance. I'm I'm trying to make a large brush stroke against a group of people saying most of them do this. Of course, not everybody does that. It's so annoying. I hate that bullshit argument. This guy or this lady did this. I got it. (laughs) I got it. And especially this person. Like, so you're going to be bringing in, like, again, like you're telling us, I know nothing about libertarianism. I want to bring people into your party. And I'm from the left. I was like, so you're just a leftist. And you're going to bring, you're not going to present arguments that would be persuasive to the people that we want in, or even that you're not presenting arguments that will change leftists minds about what we believe. You know what I mean? About yeah. what this is, which is fine. But if you're going to be, listen, I'm not talking for the party. And I know that the party wants to do a big tent thing, but I, it just doesn't, I don't think it works. I think you have to have a strong group, a strong, small group of people. And you recruit from there. 
what do you think about all the the post libertarian talk and or like you know or the go to the GOP Mises talk because it's more success? Like, what do you what do you take about all like what do you think about all that stuff? Because I'm like too again too dumb to be like this is my take. I just don't know. So like, what's your what's your take on all that shit? <laughs> I think I think a lot of what they they say is valid. I think I think a lot of them will strawman some Mises people, but then in the strawman attempts, then they they kind of prove their point about. It's it's very strange. They've made in in the last two years the Mises caucus seemed like, let's just say they were like on the right in the Libertarian Party, right? And people were screaming, and still to this day, actually, oh, they're they're just Republicans and they're gonna. Blah, blah, blah. Then you have the post Libertarians, and they make the Mises caucus looks like look like they're on the left. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's it is a weird thing. Some sometimes I feel like maybe they go they're a little too far with their. I guess their ideology or their principles. And the issue for me is they like they, so they're trading insults back and forth with the Mises caucus. I feel like the Mises caucus should listen to some of their criticism because it's the most valid criticisms that they're actually going to get. You're not getting any criticisms from the, uh, the cathedral caucus. You're getting nonsense bullshit from them. There might be something in there. A lot of it is provocative. A lot of it is just to inflame you. But there are some, I, I think, some valid criticism. And I think there's there's some stuff to learn. There's some smart people on that side. So I listen, I hear what they say and like everything else. If I like it, I keep it. If I don't, if I'm not sure about it, I'll throw it away or try it on, chew it out and see, see what happens, you know? Yeah, uh, they definitely have some good points. Um, again, it's not my forte. I'm not super knowledgeable super on but you're right i mean there are some smart people on that side they, i i think a lot of the points they make are good where it's like i don't know if this is actually a post libertarian point but um the nap is bullshit like it doesn't work i, I mean again this is a nuanced take here but like uh, it's not just it doesn't work I, I i the people who blindly follow the nap are fucking retarded i think like, it, like it's, it's not black and white you're telling somebody um so you're you uh you do MMA or do you box? Oh, I used no, I used to do MMA. I can't anymore because I have too many head fucking trauma. But I, oh. I I I fought for a year, but I trained for like ten to twelve. Right. So all right. So I you've done boxing, of course, and all that stuff. It's like if you're spar if I'm sparring with somebody, um, and I don't show like we'll do even light sparring, and sometimes you'll get matched with a partner that might want to get a little froggy or 80 percent to your 50 percent yeah <laughs> yeah or, or the guy has a style where he's he's getting in on you right like he, he's very close and, and crowding your space but then i have to i have to establish some kind of respect from you where i can have like i can hit you with the jab i don't i don't have to hurt you but you have to know that i can right the nap says that i can't throw that jab so you're just going to do whatever you want to me and I'm just going to have to defend you throwing high kicks. I got to defend this. I got to defend body shots. I have to keep you honest. And even if I don't want to hit you, I have to make you think that. And the nap kind of re removes that pretense of I'll, I'll get hit back. You know what I mean? Right. You tell. I'm telling you exactly. Well, if you step on this line here, I won't do this. So they're going to step on it every fucking time. It's yeah. I live by the nap. I live it. But it's not a smart thing to say. Like. We're not, we're just not going to do this. We believe in this. We're not going to use power against you. It's like, I think you should leave that threat open so people don't, don't cross that line because your enemies have no qualms about crossing that line. They do it every day. So right. I think that's uh, the issue with it. 
I mean, uh, uh, Jacob Winograd said we should work. To, I've had Andrew, the GOP music founder, on my show to discuss if we can collaborate, and for sure, there's some learn. Uh, we there's some we can learn from guys like him. No, I agree for sure. Uh, but like, and I, I agree with you too, Top. Like, yeah, I don't just aggress against people, but like, I'm not an animal, right? So like, I don't need the NAP to tell me that. But when I see like again, should we not be fucking murdering pedophiles in the street, or should we not be <laughs> fucking like you know like these people who are coming after kids with like all the fucking whatever angle you want to look at it? I'm like, should we not be being like, hey, stop this shit, this is evil? Like I understand because because that's technically not violating the nap. These people are technically not aggressing. It's just their thoughts. It's like I don't, I don't give a fuck though, because thoughts yeah. could be bad, like evil, and like that's an evil thought. Is trying to change a child's anatomy i don't know am i alone in this like i feel like i'm not alone in this and yeah. feeling that like and it's also like the using the power of the state to do certain to do things so when i first got into libertarianism obviously like by the book if you're using the power of the state and reed reed will say this all every time yeah but if you do this and then it opens the door to that and he's right he's they're 100 right but then it's like well in this situation right now I need to stop this bleeding. You know what right. I mean? It's like, it's like I have this beautiful necktie and I got shot in the arm, but if I use it, I can't wear it to church Sunday. It's like, I'm going to die today. So I'm going to use that and tie off as a tourniquet. You know what I mean? That's how I feel like I'm like, we might have to, it's not ideal, but God damn. Like, when do you, when do you do something about, about this? Because these, these people are just constantly treading on you. Is that your little flag there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're just they're constantly treading. They're constantly taking that, you know, you draw the line in the sand and it's like Elmer Fudd and they keep stepping past it. And it's like I don't know, at what point do you say like I again, I I don't know if I even support what DeSantis did, but I think it's fucking hilarious. It's that, funny. <laughs> it's hilarious to see you, these people hate you. They make it a point to say that they can't stand you. They release propaganda, they propagandize your children. They actively, I mean, what, what Disney is doing, they're actively legislating to teach kids under eight years old about adult things. They hate you. So when they get punished, I'm supposed to say, oh, you know, it's actually, you know, the state should. No, fuck you. <laughs> I think it's funny. I hope you go broke. I agree. And I know hypocritical, whatever. It's like, it's like, again, you, you just said it all perfectly. I don't care anymore, man. I'm sick of trying to do the right thing the right way, and they don't ever. So why the fuck should we? I, I know it could backfire. Like, I know Texas was like, abortion. And then California was like, we're doing that shit with guns. Like, all right, well, touche. <laughs> it's like, you know, and that's the problem with that stuff. It is like when you use a law just because it's in our favor or something that we like, I'm always worried about the other side coming back around and fucking us in the ass something we don't like <laughs> that's the downfall of that but i agree with you that like yeah fuck disney i don't give a shit and like yeah fuck them and fuck their fucking status totally agree with you it's just yeah. i'm always worried about the back door of the of the left taking over it's, it's like, again like like we all say you know trump's the one who put us in lockdowns for sure and the left yeah. took it to the fucking umpteenth degree because that's what they do that's that's my fear about them all the time uh yeah no that's that's so that's a concern. Again, Reed has expressed the concern a lot and he's right. It's you, you give the state a certain power and then that power will be transformed into something that you couldn't even imagine later on. Like, I don't know, like the income tax. What was that? Like a uh, 3% or something like that. And now it's 
16 and it's like mm. it's beyond these unimaginable what when you implemented in the beginning and now it's an now it's something unimaginable to the people who created it whether they were doing it in good faith or if it's it was a conspiracy now but then the question is is it, it's it's also a jordan peterson point like do i trade uh do i trade expediency for uh, uh, uh what do you say uh do do what's meaningful and not what's expedient and that's correct but what do i do right now when your enemy is outright attacking you like what what am i am i supposed to stand on my principles what what do i do here so the knee jerk reaction is like from i guess it's not knee jerk but it is like a it is a reaction against against what's happening to you from like post libertarians or other right wingers they're taking action they're going to use they're going to implement the state to punish their enemies and i'm like I don't know. In my mindset, it, it makes sense. Now, people like Ace and like libertarian, pure libertarians will sit on their principles and say, wait, it might turn out different. And to Drew Hancock's credit, like with the, the vaccine mandate thing, he's like, we shouldn't we shouldn't ban it in every state. They took this. They took he took the stance like uh, this isn't going to go as far as you think, like chill out. Don't do something that you'll regret later. And he was right. Although we were flirting with disaster, right? Like, I mean, we were on the precipice of like, I don't know, social credit. I mean, we kind of still are. But that's the thing is, I don't think I don't think we could actually overreact enough about that stuff. Mm. Like, truly, I I I get what Drew's saying. He's like, I get Drew's point. Drew's like, calm the fuck down. It's not happening tomorrow, and he's right. You know what, Drew? So Drew's in. uh, He's in a different state than I was in New York at the time, and in New York, it was like in your face. You, You probably saw it. Where he was, not so much. So he's that could have been why he's like, all right, listen, let's let's. It's easy to take a deep breath when you're not completely underwater. I was like, I was three feet underwater over you, there. You were drowning. I'm I'm not in Philly, but I'm close to it. I couldn't go into Philly for like a year. Yeah, I couldn't do comedy in Philly for a year because yeah. I couldn't go. So again, I get what Drew's saying, but like I also my my parents are had moved to Jersey, which is not that much better, but it's still better than Staten Island. Uh, they'll be out of there in like a week or two, but I couldn't go out to dinner with them in New York for over a year because I wasn't allowed. They're older. They got the vax, you know, and they're like, ah, we felt like we should, even though we think it's kind of bullshit, but they did it so they could go out. But I was like, well, come out here. (laughs) I'll go to dinner with you out here. You know, out by me, I live in Newtown, but I live in Bucks County. It's it's like we went through the initial mass stuff, like everybody else we had to, but state they were enforcing it, and then you know locked it. But then we kind of left it pretty quickly, as opposed to Philly, who you know they try that mass mandate again in April for like four days. And everyone's so, like, "We're not doing yeah. this. <laughs> like, no one's doing this guy." And like, all right, whatever. It's like it's like it's all bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You know, my parents actually just made the move down uh, here, so. If, if you saw the pictures of, of my house here, I have my house and there's another house on the property. So thank God they they sold. They got out of New York and they're in Florida. So we're going to do like some homestead stuff. But yeah, they I don't know what their stance on it was. Either. Like my mom was like kind of dumb at one point. She was like, oh, we just won't go out to eat anymore. Because <laughs> when I was I was trying to convince them, I was like, listen, like, you know, I think you should guys if you don't move here, move away from New York. It's not a place to be. Um, but, but then, uh, I think they saw, yeah, they saw through the bullshit and that, I think that's why they, that's why they pulled the trigger. So I'm, I'm just happy that I guess, I don't know. 
they're out here. I was able to red pill them. Well, my my parents were lifelong Republicans. So like now they're libertarians. They they did switch party status. But um yeah, they were lifelong right leaning and not like uh Bush Republicans or anything, but they were just, you know, that was they believed more small C conservative lifestyle. That was a party that fit them. So they went with it. But after they saw like again, I think I mean COVID was the biggest fucking red pill, right? We say it all the fucking time, but it really was for a lot of people. Because again, my parents who were, my dad was always a little more quote unquote red pill than my mom for sure. He was also more like, mm, I don't trust that. I don't trust that. But after seeing this and them seeing like the, Re- the Republican Party do literally nothing <laughs> to stop a single lockdown, a single overreach of government, a single violation of the Constitution, they were like, all right, that's the definitive bullshit answer. There you go. They're trash. Like, get the fuck out of that party. It's like, yeah, we, we're not doing anything either, just for the heads up. <laughs> so it's not like the Libertarian Party is crushing it. But yeah, I'm, I mean, cool. They, they woke up. They, they, they saw the bullshit. I mean, I was on the phone with my dad the other day just talking about uh, I had to um, I had to get injections in my neck. I have a 280 disc, so I get like this steroid shot on my neck. Mm. And since I'm not vaccinated, um, the hospital staff for a minute when they were setting up my appointment forgot. So they were like, all right, well, you're not. You're not you, they, go, they went, oh, so you're vaccinated, so you don't need a COVID test before the procedure and i was like okay well i'm not vaccinated and they went oh, okay we need a covid test i went why yeah and now i don't want to get thrown off youtube but we all know why right like we all know the answer because it doesn't and and they're like well you know i went well why i'm not wrong i was like i'm like i'm not gonna argue you because i want the pain in my neck to go away so i'm gonna do it <laughs> right but i'm like this is arbitrary bullshit and i'm not stupid and you know it's arbitrary bullshit too just yeah. real clear here. <laughs> now, you see what you're talking about right now. <clears throat> for me, I only been here for two months. I don't even, it does like it, it's weird because it doesn't even register with me anymore. All that stuff, like we were talking about shedding that as, as I'm driving down. Right. Gone. Come to Florida, it's like you just do whatever, you go wherever, and it's like normal. Hey, Something, this is a know. question for Florida. Do they still make you wear a mask in hospitals, though, or any medical facility? Uh, I don't know. I haven't been to a hospital, but well, uh, I just don't think any, even mm-hmm. any medical cause out here in PA. Again, even by me, we're zero masks anywhere uh, in Bucks County. But I think the state law says in I know Florida's this one. Florida's way different. Uh, like at all hospitals or, or medical office, even doc- like you have to wear. It's not, even the doctors like no, like we don't give a shit. Like you still they require it might, you to. It might be a federal thing. I know that a lot of hospitals receive a lot of federal funding. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that, yeah that's true. Yeah, but I'm not sure. I don't. I hope I'm not going to be going to the hospital soon or any doctors. Yeah. I, it's just everywhere else you go, like normal everyday life. Uh, you'll see some people with masks on, but it's it's like the opposite of New York where I was walking around without a mask and people give you looks. Now people with a mask on, everyone's like, the fuck are you doing? You know, it's we're in a, what is it? What month is it? May, March, May, whatever of May, yeah. 2022. It's like, what are you guys still doing? And yeah, so. I'm I'm detached from it. Thank God, man. You gotta you gotta go somewhere where, you know, you're not. This like these things are not on your brain. But that, that's why it's so. That's how you know the cities are just corrupted with left nonsense, leftist nonsense. Because again, don't I don't live in Philly. I live 30 minutes from Philly, and the difference is a 180. No one out here gives. I mean, you have a few people who wear masks, and I make fun of them. But outside those people, you know, that's it. No one does. And then you go into Philly and then every 25 year old chick and dude are wearing masks, walking the streets. I'm like, you guys are fucking so gay. 
I'm like, this is crazy brainwashing because out to guess what? 25 and 30 year olds out here are not wearing masks. Yeah. It's man. There needs to be a psychological study done on it because it is, it's fascinating. Like when you get into these cities, like when you get people like, Mm. like a high concentration of people, our answer anywhere that takes Medicare. So it's a federal federal thing. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. No. Yeah. That makes sense. But yeah, whenever you get like these high concentrations of, of populations in a, like a shitty area with a lot of something. Maybe it's concrete. Maybe the concrete's making people gay. That's a good theory. <laughs> it's, that's concrete theory. makes you gay. <laughs> yeah, and like dirt and grass makes you like makes your dick straight bigger, as so. fuck. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm so straight that I had sex with Reed when he was here. We had straight sex. <laughs> yeah, because fucking dirt soft like a vagina. But if you fuck another dick, I would imagine it'd be hard. Like if you dock with a dick, it's probably hard like stone. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> We're putting it out there. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, fuck. Uh, what else was I want to talk about? Um, there's so much I want to talk about. God damn it. Uh, leaving New York. Uh, not just gonna cope. Uh, fucking how concrete makes you gay. So funny to me. <laughs> I know why it's such a funny concept to me. Like concrete makes it makes the me less hard. nature just makes you fucking way more gay. <laughs> oh, that's it. It's going to be in his, it's going to be in his set soon. You got like, you got to be like a uh, concrete concrete makes me hard for men. <laughs> like, I don't even know. It, it, and it's funny. Cause like on the surface, it's such a hack joke, like a uh, hard for dudes, but it's like yeah. something deeper makes it funnier. I don't if know you what it set is. It yet. Up, if you really, <laughs> if you really dig into it and get the vines nice and set it up, it's, it could have a good payoff. That's, that's the part um, about comedy. I love is like this part right here that like, I'm like something the, retarded. Yeah. yeah but... Like at the surface, it's, it's hacky for sure. And I understand that it's a hack joke on the surface. But I laughed and it made, you know what I'm saying? It went deeper for me initially. Yeah. So there's something there that means in the in the subconscious of my brain that I find really funny about that. And I got to like dive into it. And like, this find- is, it's why I love Tower Power Hour. Like we're not stand-up comedians, but we'll pick some like minuscule, stupid subject. And then you have six guys who pick it apart from yeah. all different retarded angles. And usually there's something hilarious in there. Like there's like a weird concept that you're like that. That's like that's a winner. Well, I, I say it all the time. Even though you guys aren't technically comics, you guys are still very funny, which is hard to do. Like people think that shit's fucking easy just to be funny on a podcast. Like no, it's still that still takes talent. Like it's not easy to do that. Uh, so I still respect you guys for being funny. And yeah, that's what that's what I do with other comics. Though, like I'll I'll again I'll shoot the shit with Neil. Like if we're going to a drive to a gig together, I'll be like, yo, I thought of this. Like. What if babies could fly? Like, that's a thing, right? And, and then we'll talk about, like, why babies flying is funny. Or, like, whatever the fuck the example is, you know? like Or, like, I'll, I'll write down random notes in my phone of just phrases I think are funny. Like, not necessarily a full joke, just a phrase. Like, uh, I wrote one down where it said, um, instead of the Saudi hijackers flying to the towers, it's the Muppets. <laughs> And I don't know why I thought that. <laughs> the old men, you know, the old men. In yeah, the- <laughs> yeah, Waldo, uh, Waldo and Statler. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> that's so stupid. <laughs> but like, I don't know why I found that funny when I thought of it. But you laughed, and that's my point. So there's a premise there, right? Like, if there the is premise, something there. Yeah. If the premise can make someone laugh, you're already a step ahead of the game, right? Because the the premise is me being like computers are lame because the and people are like yeah computers are lame that's not funny hold and on the, if you 
if you just had if i mean you'd need to have some kind of a budget but this is like this would get views just fucking straight up muppets as terrorists like terrorist muppets and maybe and just have them crash into the twin towers i wrote i it's wrote ridiculous. in my notes too instead of yelling Allah akbar they wrote for jim henson <laughs> and, and they do that you know the kermit's percent was in my brain that's exactly what was happening in the pilot in the cockpit before they hit the towers 100 that's uh, so retarded that it's a, yeah they, yeah right i know great. it's fun but like then then comes a challenge of oh how do i put that into a bit because <laughs> like it's fun i can bring yeah. it up to you without context with no sequitur here and it's funny and you laughed because it is a ridiculous concept but now i'm on stage being like you know i'm finishing a bit about drugs or smoking weed or whatever and now it's like so the Muppets did 9-11, right? <laughs> it's <laughs> like, hard to train. And people are like, what? Like the Muppets? Did you say the Muppets did 9-11? It's like, yeah, yeah, hold on. Hold on. It's like, stay with me. You know? Let me extrapolate. <laughs> it's a hard can, thing to get into. I can never do because, man, it's like, all right, so in New York, when I would like talk to people, I don't I don't try to like do stand-up comedy, but I when I'm talking to you, I want to like laugh or make you laugh. I'll laugh at anything because I think everything's funny. Like even like the dumbest shit. I laugh at Toad's jokes. I laugh at <laughs> fucked up jokes. I laugh at everything because I just, I just find everything kind of funny. But in New York, man, there was like maybe it's just like the down spirit of people. They they weren't on the same wavelength as me. So I'll say something and I'll, like it's a clear joke punchline. I'm like that was a good one, and people just like crickets, like don't respond. I'm like this is shitty. And then I meet, <laughs> then I met, you know, like uh, the tower, tower guys. And I say like these, you know, similar style jokes. So like they laugh. I'm like, oh, these are my people. Cause they're, you can tell like they're, they're vibrating with me, you know? Oh yeah. No, I say it all the time. Um, like talking to regular people, which is rude thing to say. <laughs> We're talking to like people who are in comedy or whatever like that. And you say people something in the off. Borg, the ones in yeah. the matrix still. And you say something like off the wall, they'd be like, what the fuck? And I'm like, no, it was funny though, right? And like, no, I'm like, ah, but I could be friends with the family that funny. <laughs> like, I know, you know, like you just suck. You're just not cool. That's also how like, uh, I kind of vibe check people if I could fuck with them or not, 100%. you know, like, yeah, either, or, or say faggot around them. Yeah. And if, and if, if they're cool with that, then I'm like, all right, they're cool. <laughs> <laughs> I go, I go to the next word, but we're <laughs> you know, but that's the thing. The it's like, it's one. not, and it's not like a, uh, obviously a bash to me it's, it's like i know if you just don't react to me saying that word i just know like you're cool i i know it's a crazy thing to say but like you get it if you get it you know what i'm saying it's just like a dude word almost we're just even if you are gay and you're a dude it's like yeah <laughs> it's like you know, so i was like yeah all right it's like or it's just, like all right you're cool i can trust I'll you i'll say i'll say like wild shit like if it's probably a lie too just like a, make up something wild like that's in the context of what we're talking about and then look at that person to see if they have like a recoil. If they go, oh. I'm like, okay. We're getting powered in the chat right now. <laughs> oh, <fuck>. by who? <laughs> no, no, these motherfuckers. I'm I think they screw it up though. Yeah, they put a hashtag. What is this? A small, oh, small E. You suck. Uh, no, James, you're cool. I love James. James is the yeah. part of the man. <laughs> uh, James and I had a, a great conversation about ravens and, and if ravens have souls or not. And do they go to heaven? <laughs> What's the difference between a raven and a crow? Same bird. It's different. Same bird? Yeah, just one's bigger than the other. Oh, they don't have souls. No. Oh, you're wrong. I can tell you right now they don't. Why? Well, because because there's one raven or crow that just fucking bites my garbage can and throws the garbage everywhere every day. So fuck them. They have no souls. Oh, well, so maybe you wrong that raven. Is this a thing? 
Yeah, so uh, Ravens. Oh, I went into in detail. People are like, "Stop talking about Ravens, dude!" <laughs> but like, people uh, <laughs> people are over this for sure. But yeah, Ravens. Remember your face; they'll know you. And if you're cool to them, they'll bring you presents, and they'll even train their babies and their grandbabies to bring you presents. But if you're a dick, they'll fuck with you all the time, and they'll teach their kids to fuck with you too. I didn't. I just got here. What did you do? <laughs> did you evict them from their home? I don't think so. Oh, it's because you're I... not white and they're racist. <laughs> <laughs> they're like this fucking black guy. <laughs> like, we know we're black, but he's like, they Ravens are white in the soul. <laughs> they pull up like a skin color chart. They're like, nah, no, nah, fuck this shit up. I don't know. I mean, I cut down, uh, I cut down some, uh, not trees, but like bushes and stuff. My dog was getting fleas. He was going into these same bushes. So I just took a, were they living there? I don't know. Maybe. I didn't really do. Yeah. I must have disturbed them somehow. I'm sorry. I got to make amends. What What do I do, James Gentleman? You got to have sex with that raven. <laughs> <laughs> how, do you, how do you have sex with a raven? Let's hear this. Backing it. <laughs> All right. We're changing the name of the show. This is uh, the, the Raven. The Raven Show with Adam Nutter. Dude, I want to do a side podcast so bad. Or Raven. I do want to do like an animal podcast like on the, as like a side hustle for fun. Let's talk about animals and make zero money of it. <laughs> when you get on Rogan, you got to be like, so what about ravens, bro? If, you, if a raven fought a bear, how many ravens? Would if I <laughs> ever got on Rogan, we would talk about animals for three hours. I'm fascinated oh, with animals. I'm an animal nerd. I forgot a lot. I was actually in, in high school. I was uh, in veterinary science. So for four years, yeah, high school is four years, right? Yeah, for four years, I studied like all different kinds of animals. And in the school we had, we took care of like from rabbits, chinchillas, snakes, uh, all different kinds of birds, a reptile, all kinds of shit they had there. So, yeah, there's a little known fact about me. Lobsters, it, too. Took care of lobsters. Go oh, figure. Uh, the, I always think of uh, Kramer and Seinfeld. He's like, I go to the vet to go to the doctor. <laughs> like, why? He's like, they have to know about a dog, a pig, a snake, a bird all in one day. I'm like, that's a great point. <laughs> they do have to be well more well versed than just a person. We're yeah. only one thing. <laughs> Honest confession. I Before I go to sleep, I watch at least one episode of uh, Seinfeld. It's the best sitcom of all time. It is. It's it's also one of those, like, uh, it's like these clear, I call them clear shows, where I can put it on and you can just also not pay attention, but then look up and go, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, like, the, uh, yeah, keeps me, uh, I feel like it keeps me sort of funny. <laughs> not, not, to, not to make this a, a a fucking old man bit about TV's not good nowadays, but like sitcoms aren't good nowadays. And like, the are last there any? Ones... Yeah, there's no sitcoms out anymore, are there? Big Bang's theory sucked. That was gay. It was like yeah, such I... fake nerd shit. It was like such basic level nerd, like such, you know. Try hard. Try hard nerd shit. Yeah. I was like, yeah. wow, you said Batman. Ooh, I'm like, I'm a nerd, dude. I have a fucking $30,000 combo collection. I'm a fucking nerd. Like, <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> I, I enjoyed uh, how I met your mother, but then like, I guess towards the end, it was kind of whack. It had, it had its moments. And uh, the show we were talking about before Parks and Rec was cool. Even Parks though Parks and Rec was good. Yeah. It was when great. I um, listened to it, I, I watched a couple episodes again. Not a sitcom, after... It's not a sitcom. It's like a show, right? Because yeah, a sitcom would have a, a comedy. That's laugh why track. it's a no. Yeah, it's no sitcoms for camera audience. Right. Uh, show. Uh, uh, that's a two camera show. They call them like uh, it's always sunny. Is great, but that's not great a sitcom. Show. Yeah. Okay. Because there's so, but there's not a live audience at these shows. Seinfeld there used to be. Friends there used to be. Yeah, back in the day there used to be. Not anymore. Yeah. Wow. But back in the day they used to have like yeah go watch like behind the scenes footage like the Fresh Prince and stuff. They used to have like a whole pre show. Yeah. Uh, Jerry used to like do warm up 
used to like do his like set before Seinfeld tapings, like friends that had a whole live studio audience. And just, I think they used to have comics. Uh, Man, that that show must have been so lit, like because people people would probably go to the wherever he was doing the stand up at. Uh, they would probably go there and try to be like, oh, I, I can get on the show because, you know, that one of his bits will be, you know, in the like right before a joke or in the middle of the show or before it starts. Man, yeah, that must have been really driving comedy in New York. What's going on in the chat? I see you giving it some side eye. No, this no, that was good. a text from the wife. Sorry, that was a text from the wife. And she's like, "What are you doing? Are you still talking to this spick out there? We got to go." Adam. <laughs> she's like, this is Puerto Rican off our fucking airways. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Uh, I was. I had. We made pizza. Leftover pizza for like a while ago. Like we heated up for her, and I left down there uh, at like five. I was gonna eat it at five, but I just got caught up uh, just pre doing stuff for this podcast and the cult of us and i was gonna eat it but she's like i threw it out i was like oh okay that's fine it's, it's honestly fine i was i was gonna eat it though <laughs> i was gonna eat it i was just sitting down there she's like why didn't you throw it out i was like i was just i was gonna eat it i was you got it we got to rewind rewind that a couple seconds because the look on his face he was like what the <laughs> fuck it's about this. i was like oh it's gone was, it's, it's, it's fine i'm not mad or anything it was just like i was gonna eat it i was gonna eat it after i was off to something with you actually i was gonna go down and eat it real quick uh take it out the garbage it'll be all right <laughs> Nah, it's gone forever. <laughs> it's gone. Uh, but that's cool. We can actually uh, wrap it up, dude. Um, thank you so much for coming on and bullshit with me as always. Uh, you're the fucking man. Please plug away and give everybody all the ways they can find you and buy your fucking great t-shirts and shit. Thank you, Adam. Yeah, you can go to toplobster.com. It's like how it's spelled right there, Top Lobster. Um, top Lobster underscore on Twitter and Top Lobster everywhere else. Check out uh, Break the Cycle if <laughs> Josh is still doing that show and Tower Power Hour. <laughs> yeah and that's really it man that's awesome go buy lots of shirts they're great um there's one right there for sure jacob said get back to him do me a favor don't um also jacob said friends is better than seinfeld which uh it's not okay and and you want me to get back to you yeah it's crazy you just heard both of us say it's the best of all time you're like friends is better than seinfeld get back to me what a fucking simp jacob is it's not even the same it's not even the same thing yeah not even the same caliber show it's, it's crazy pathetic jacob you're pathetic and i even defended you today on twitter i shouldn't i'm gonna take it back i'm friends with that guy now anyway who insulted <laughs> you good nerd i hate you all right guys thanks for listening to another episode of the porcupine uh i love you guys top, uh, top don't jump off i'm gonna say goodbye to you off there uh real quick um thank you everybody you're the best follow me at adam nutter you know all this stuff uh come out to see me do comedy and go listen to cult of us bye thanks for listening Find Adam on social media, Twitter and IG at Adam Nutter or Facebook and TikTok at Adam Nutter Comedy. And for podcasts and merch, check out www.droptent.com. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss an episode. This has been a Drop Tent Media Production.